This is not a podcast. This is a ransom video from the Mexican cartel. Go to our cameo and fulfill their ransom money, and you can have Maul and I safe back in the United States. They're going to keep Eden, though. Yeah. They actually sent him. He lined right. us up. If that, if, that was, <laughs> if that was our way of trying to get get ransom money, we're fucked. <laughs> you can just forget about it. Imagine the cartel send Eden as a pretend engineer <laughs> just to get us here to line us. <laughs> you, you escorted us all the way here, Eden. This is our final destination. You don't entiendo English. Okay. No worry, Welcome to another episode of the new Rory and Maul show. That's Rory. I'm Maul. Um, reporting to you from uh, the beautiful mountains of Mexico, Rory. Yes. Undisclosed location in the country of Mexico, which doesn't very, really narrow it down. Yes. Uh, we're not in Cabo. We're not in uh, no, Tulum. No, no. We're, we're, in, we're, in the, we're in the mountains. We're in the sticks. Yeah, we're in the sticks. But it's beautiful up here. Um, it's very tropical. Feels like we've been in the rainforest all week. Yeah. Uh, everyone has watched... White people are racist without even trying to be. I just feel like the way I say simple Spanish words sounds like I'm being condescending. Yeah. And then I say- come across that way. Then I say English words. I say thank you. And they look at me like I'm disrespectful. But when I say gracias, I sa- I sounds yeah, like I'm being sounds, condescending. Yeah, it sounds so, like grassy ass a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Just a little bit. Like hola, it just sounds like I'm yeah. being racist. Hola, it's, it's not really, you know, it's not really coming off the tongue with the uh, the native twang to it. So then what should white people do? Well, I guess we just shouldn't come out here. Yeah, you should just not, just don't come, <laughs> oh, white people don't come wow. to Mexico. Wow, I just had that realization as a white person. Yeah. Maybe there's countries we should not invade. Yeah. White people, please stay out of Mexico. Don't come over here trying to steal seasonings and recipes and culture as you've always done for thousands of years. Yes, the food I've had is much better than Chipotle. Absolutely. Uh, and, I mean, you can get this in the States, but I went from Bex to the uh, Dos X. Oh, Okay. Did they pay us for that just now? No, no we could bleep that. I guess. Okay. Um, so yeah, man, uh, a lot of things been happening. We were uh, in LA a few days ago. We were. We now were. we're uh, in Mexico, uh, just, you know, touching the lands. I feel like by As judging, many lands as we can. Judging by our outfits, you would not know what temperature it is out here. Yeah. It's, it, <laughs> it's, it looks like it's actually about to rain any minute, but- um, I got my, my white pasty legs out today. I got some dirty yeah, slides Yeah, I see you trying to-, trying to Wear less and go out more. I see you. Your thighs out. Yeah, but I only do that in like locations where there's nowhere to go out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just right here in the backyard. Where no one could <laughs> like take a snapshot of my white thighs. Yeah, God, that would that would not be good for <laughs> that us. That would end our all. podcast. Absolutely. Um, but yes, yeah, so we went from LA um straight to Mexico. Mm-hmm. Uh we are we were recording this on Thursday the 17th. So our logic audio interview just came out, mm-hmm. which I was interested about. I really enjoyed the conversation. I thought it was a great podcast. The reception of it, I was curious. Mm-hmm. Didn't really know how our fan base was going to react. Yes. To us talking with uh, such a unique personality, such a unique individual as Logic. And then also Logic having like the core super fan base. I was nervous with them as well. Like, why didn't they ask Logic? about his third grade experience that he talked about on the album. And I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah. Just didn't know how a casual, regular conversation was going to go. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, I think it's been received pretty well. Yeah, yeah, it's been received pretty well. I mean, like anything, you're going to see people that just don't like it. Uh, it's trash. It's corny. It's this, it's that. Listen, man, we had a great time. You know I mean, and we presented it to the people. We let them in on a great time, I feel like. So that's all that matters. And Logic is a great guy. We sat down with him. I uh, got to know him a little better. And I uh, had a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun out there. Thank you to uh, Noble for having us, too. And shout out to Ed, man. That, that sounded great. 
Uh, yeah, thanks. By sounded great. Looked great. Thank great. you, Edin. You're welcome. Edin has been our it's his uh, DJ name too. Yeah, he's has <laughs> he has he has been our voice in uh in Mexico. Yes. He has yeah. Been, uh, oh, listen. He has been our security. He has been our chef. Translator. He's been our housekeeper. He's been our translator. He's been housekeeper our is racist. engineer. He's, no, I mean he was the pool boy. He listen, got the bugs out of the pool. He's he's my roommate. So I'm just you know I wake up and everything's folded. You know I'm just like this guy. I could I could share a room with Edin. No, th- I'm there's honest. actually a housekeeper. That's not Edin. <laughs> oh, it's not you? <laughs> no. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, so it's I, someone that comes and does all oh, the bits. Sorry, Edin, this whole time I thought it was you, my brother. Sorry about that. I was gonna Mi say, hermano. I saw you do your bed and I was like, oh, I guess I should do my bed. Yeah, that's the thing. I had to do my bed. When I'm, <sighs> I was going to just let it be. Yeah. But I was like, fuck, how would I look like letting him do his bed? And then mine's like, shit. Well, I always, anytime there's like housekeeping or if you're at an actual house and there's a paid housekeeper, I clean up and tidy up. I don't yeah, get like you a don't, disgusting mess. Yeah. But sometimes... I won't maybe tuck the sheets the way that they no, tuck no, the no. sheets. No, no, no. It was a quick, it was a quick, you yeah, know, yeah. pull the Throw sheet to comfort the back, yeah. fluff the pillows up a little bit just to make it look presentable. That's hilarious that you thought for these past however many days it's been Edin. Edin, I thought this was you uh, the whole time, but it was in fact Lupita and Anna. I'm yes. just gonna write Thank down you to Lupita. Love them. And Anna. Uh, uh, love them. Wait, so hold on. What was crossing your mind knowing that Edin was making your bed? Why didn't you say thank you to me earlier? Well, I mean, I kind of feel like he works for me, so he should be doing it anyway. <laughs> I have reviewed That's his contract crazy. in full. There's nothing. I mean, you know, I just feel like, yo, listen, Edit, man, just take care of that for me, bro. You know what I mean? Like, I'll be back in about 20 minutes. Come back. Everything's so clean. I'm like, oh, this guy's the greatest. Well, because he's Mexican, I feel like if you guys room in America, he, you should have to make his bed. And he's, in fact, not Mexican at all. <laughs> but... I will say to Edin, had had we not had you out here with us, it would have been very difficult for us to navigate the market yesterday. Uh, that would have been interesting. So thank you for that. Yeah, it would have been very interesting. Duh. The, I went back to the restaurant that Edin and I went to by myself. Oh, yeah. Five minutes alone, I was terrified. Yeah, you didn't know where you was I was, was pointing shit on my phone. It's kind of like when your phone dies in the middle of the city. You don't know what to do. Yeah, so- Edin, I, is in a, you, you are indeed our, uh, our mouth and our eyes and our ears out here. So thank you. Yuck, but then nada. Uh, so yeah, man, it was, um, day nada. <laughs> yeah. Day See, 26 so has work. a great album. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, so, uh, what's been going on, man? We, uh, what, what was your, uh, before we get off logic, um, what was your reviews of it? We should get into the Adam Sandler thing. That was fucking weird. Oh uh, yeah. No, um, I definitely feel like, uh, you know, we, we definitely, uh, learned some things about our abilities on the road now. So I think we, you know, we, we talked about it. We opened up some ideas of how we want to start shooting, yeah. things we want to start doing. So um, this was sort of like a test run, but uh, it's, it's been great. I think that a lot of uh, questions have been answered. A lot of uncertainties have been made certain. For sure. Um, so yeah, I'm excited to, uh, to do a lot of the things that we talk about. In the beginning of that Logic interview, it did start off a little awkward. It was. I could have used the translator in the beginning. I could have used the Bob translator. Yeah. Um, but I like that. I like when it's awkward because it's real. Yeah, it it's, shows it's, initial interaction. Uh, we didn't. We 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 had a lot. We had some conversation before we started recording, and then we had to force ourselves to stop because we started having some really good conversation. Yes, and we wanted to record it. So, um, but yeah, other than that, that was that was a on an honest moment. It was us really getting to meet each other and uh, learn about each other, and uh, I think that that's dope. I think that's what podcasting is about. It needs to be awkward at times, and it needs to not always be sharp and so produced. Oh, for sure. Yeah, you know what I mean. Especially with podcasting, I think with like morning show interviews, yeah, mm-hmm. be concise, get right to the shit, do yeah. your journalism shit. But with podcasting, I don't think that at all. It is a little weird in the beginning 
of interviews with artists that get a lot of shit on the internet. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean that a bad way because J. Cole gets a lot of shit on the internet. Yeah. Drake gets a lot of shit on the internet. Mm-hmm. There's nothing to do with uh He's getting a lot of shit on what, the internet currently as yeah. we speak. Yeah. What you who you are as an artist or your craft or how successful you are. People mm-hmm. just get shit. Yeah. I never know how sensitive some people are to it. But even though the internet goes in on people, they do make bring up points. Like they're not just always just malicious. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's actually coming from somebody that listens to their work and has an opinion. Yeah. With logic, I I was I could feel not tension, but I still wasn't sure how he reacted to some of the stereotypes and the things that are said on the internet about his career and him as a person. Mm-hmm. So that's always a weird thing. Like, I mean, shit, even with Nikki, when we started with that, it, yeah. it, you kind of have to <clears throat> test the waters a bit and get a feeling. Well, because everybody doesn't get your humor. Everybody doesn't get your personality at first sure. when you're having a conversation. Um, and then you just don't know where people are at as far as their day. How's their day going? You know what I mean? That, What's that going well. on in their lives? So, you know, it's always a little shaky ground and when talking to somebody. And then I think Logic, too, because he doesn't really speak to people as yeah. much and he doesn't really, you know, hang out around, you know, people outside his immediate circle. I think it was all a filler at first and, you know, kind of getting to say, okay, these guys are really, they cool. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? I could have a real open, honest conversation. We could laugh. We can crack jokes on each other. Um, let's not take these things too seriously. This For isn't sure. this isn't an interview. You know what I mean? And I, But I think that all in all, it was a uh, it was a real good piece. I really enjoyed it. I think that it's something that people are going to look at for a while and find different gems every time they listen or watch it. So shout out to Logic, man. That was a really good, really good night we had. Yeah, I definitely enjoyed it. Um, we passed on the Adam Sandler interview. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I, we, we, we passed on it. Adam was so yeah. anxious to sit down and talk to us. He was uh, that he was like, listen, man, I'm just so nervous. I can't do this today. You got to believe I, it. I didn't. I didn't even know who he was. I, I was like, Adam. Yeah, I was like, oh, you act. What, you, what have you done? Have I seen some of your work? Yo, that was fucking crazy. It's it's a few, and we've talked about. There's a very few list of people that, of course, you don't fanboy out or anything. Like I didn't even say a word to him, but yeah. that you're just like, oh shit, that's so and so. And because that was like that private little balcony, and you and I were in the middle of talking, and he has one of those distinct voices that it's like, all right, there's, is there TV on? Mm-hmm. Like, there's no way I just heard Adam Sandler's voice, mm-hmm. and I look. Couldn't even do a whole head turn, and it's fucking Adam Sandler in long ass basketball shorts in Noble Mallet. <laughs> very comfortable, which I thought was the, the dopest thing I'd ever seen. Very yeah. comfortable, very free. I would expect nothing less of Adam Sandler. Um, so yeah, it was kind of cool for him to walk. He gave me the thumbs up, and it's funny about the thumbs up because you know I'm, I'm I'm from the hood. We don't thumbs up in the hood. We don't thumbs up in the Bronx or in Harlem. We give that. Throw the peace sign, head nod, you know? Yeah. And some, like the way my uh, adios and ola could be taken in like a condescending way, <laughs> yeah. even if it is a genuine way, yeah. sometimes a thumbs up could be like, oh, yeah. just, just, just give me a thumbs up. But it's, but it's weird with the thumb because I gave him the thumbs up back. Hey. You kind of feel like you have to. It's, it, it, the thumb is like, if you do it, it's like if I sneeze, you sneeze kind of thing. Like if you like give that. me the thumb up, it's like my hand just went up and I just gave him the thumb back and I was like, ew, I don't want to give it. <laughs> how did my how did my joints yeah, even did, do that? I'm like, Adam, how did you he he gave me this and I just went right back and like I was like, thumbs were attached by this, strings. Yeah, this is disgusting. I was, Adam. I was his Geppetto. Yeah, <laughs> I, did, I didn't like that at all. So Adam, next time I see you, uh, hopefully we can meet more formally uh, in a in a much more non work environment and uh, do a proper New York City handshake. Man. Yeah. Did uh did you speak to him? I just told just you. A, it was just a thumbs up. Yeah, okay. I wasn't sure if that was post- He made me give him a thumb up. Pause. He, I mean, he photobombed Eddin. I don't know why you didn't crop him Woo! out. That was really rude Hell of your no, photo. I didn't crop him out. 
Well, the thumbs up is in Eden's photo. Yeah. So is for it? people that want, matter of fact, I would like that as the artwork just to see. <laughs> yeah. Just him thumbs up. Yeah. Let's yeah. You will definitely see what Adam's thumb looks like. Yeah. Yeah. But it was really cool, man. Um, and again, thank you to uh, to Noble for having us and allowing yeah, us to real. use that space and um do something. What I think, you know, we 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 joke and we laugh, but you know, sometimes we gotta say what it is. That was that was legendary, man. I don't first podcast from Noble and Malibu. Wow. And for the amount of like shit that goes on in LA, I think let me let me just somebody else with another podcast could have done it. I, uh, I'm not. Possible, I'm sure Mark Maron interviewed yeah, Obama there. Yeah, like I don't. <laughs> I'm just. I'm just saying. You know, I I, I don't know of any, but if so. Either way, it was cool. I think that was really dope for us to uh, make that happen. So we got to we got to thank Noble and Malibu for allowing us to use that space as well. You, know, yeah, you guys sure. are pretty legendary people. Um, thank you. You're uh, I appreciate that, man. I mean, um, what's your definition of legend? Yeah, you know, you guys are exist are, for a time. You guys are setting stones. You guys are leaving a landmark. I'm um, so I'm a I'm a landscaper. I'm, I'm a stonemason. I'm a landscaper. What are you trying to say? I'm asking you. You said that I lay stones. I know and when I, you look at me, you look at landscape. Uh I, I have no answer, sir. I just I would just like to say <laughs> there uh, is there is a groundskeeper. Thank here. you for your service. There's a, there's a groundskeeper <laughs> here, and I'm not or sure because hey. Maul slept in the other day. The grass did get short. Did you in fact think Eden maybe cut the grass after he made your bed? Only reason why I knew Eden did not cut the grass is because Eden walked in the room while the lawnmower was still going. I but when I was laying in bed and I heard it, it oh yeah, but 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 it's please, got an app. he just controlled the shit from his yeah, phone. Yeah, but please believe while I was laying in bed and I heard that long, I said, "Oh, Eden's hard to work out there." <laughs> I was laying in the bed like, "Look, listen to my guy, go get him out there today in the backyard." Oh man! But shout out to George. George is uh, the landscaper here. Yeah, his name uh, is Jorge. But if you want to be uh, Jorge, if you want to be American me. about it, Jorge. Sorry, no, I forgot where I was at. My bad. Jorge, thank you for keeping the uh, the beautiful That's land. That's true, by the way. Beautiful. I'm not being racist. I know. No, no, no. I, I, you're right. I'm, I'm, I apologize about that. Um. So yeah, man, we in Mexico, uh, out here uh, getting some culture. Uh, there'll be there'll be a lot of footage from this. We don't have to get absolutely too much into Mexico because we're actually currently here and still shooting a bunch of other stuff. We just had to get an actual episode <clears> in. Yeah. Uh, because well, where do we start? Oof. I feel like we got to start with Beyonce before we get into to Drake. The announcement. Yes, because an announcement from Beyonce is, is, an, is like is, an album came out. Absolutely, absolutely. So it's Act One Renaissance, July 29th. Yes, um, the Queen is back. And from my understanding, and this is just my understanding with terrible Wi-Fi in the middle of nowhere, there will be a four-box set. Does that mean there will be four albums? Uh, I believe so. So that the first one is Act One on July 29th with a box set, which I think was a CD, a T-shirt, some more collectible shit. Um, Beyonce is probably the only one that could ever bring CDs back. Yep. I'm sure it'll be available on streaming, but I'd like to have a CD. For someone that, that lugged around their CD case for a majority of their childhood, it brings some nostalgia to me. Like, you guys are cool with your vinyls and all that shit, but yeah. You ever had a scratch disc? Scratch disc. <laughs> yeah. You ever had a bump and your Walkman just <laughs> cuts out for the rest <laughs> of the day? You know the interesting thing about CDs? How many sales are like double or triple sales because your CD either broke or scratched and you had to go get it again. Do you ever think about that? Probably tons. Oh, for sure. I, listen, my dad traveled a lot. He would buy the same album like when he would end up in a city. Mm -hmm. Like he'd be like, all right, I got a rental car. Let me just go buy one of my favorite that he's bought before. Yeah. Like, of course he is. It's definitely why I think albums <laughs> went diamond. She had to rebuy them shits. So there is, you know, because people say, oh, it's the streaming era. A lot of these artists would never... But you can say that there were some type of advantages back in the CD era. 
and the vinyls and things like that. Like people had to buy albums twice, maybe three times. Like you said, if you're traveling and you forgot the record, it's like I'm gonna go buy it while I'm here. Yeah, for sure. So and this this it it balances every. I, I, I yeah. find I think that the world and generations have a way of balancing. When we think it's an advantage or a disadvantage because of the time you uh, you know the time you or the era you're from. Mm. Things kind of balanced themselves out. Yeah, and then I think what balanced that out afterwards was when we were able to burn CDs. Yeah, because then four or five of my friends we could buy one one CD, CD and, just and then, burn. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, I think it does all balance. It it, it, all, it, all, it, it finds a way to balance itself out. But uh, that is and, interesting that if, uh, like you said, Beyonce is one of maybe three artists: Rihanna, Drake, maybe that can do the CD. Yeah. Well, Kendrick did do the CD thing. Kendrick. I mean, how how he was even uh, announcing that double disc? It was two CDs. So. Mm-hmm. I mean, I get it. Kendrick's from that era. I mean, Beyonce's more vinyl to tape deck to then CDs, but Mm -hmm. Kendrick and I are from the tape deck for a few years, and then we was CD babies. Yeah. That's our shit. So I think it's a cool collector um, rather than just doing the vinyl thing. And we do know that it's going to be art. She's going to attach some type of artwork to it if it is indeed a physical CD. Mm Mm-hmm. Or a box set. I'm pretty sure that you know they're going all out as far as the the artwork for that is concerned. Um, but it was exciting to 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 see Beyonce announce that. Uh, it's interesting when certain artists do things like that. It creates uh, it sends off a wave. I'm curious if this one's gonna have a theme because I can make an argument that every Beyonce album, to some degree, has had a theme. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we can even just go with the the more recent ones. Lemonade obviously was the alleged cheating thing and getting mm-hmm. over that and mm-hmm. getting back together, trusting your partner and all that. Um, the Beyonce self-titled one was, okay, I am getting older, but I'm still very much a sexy mother, wife. Like, I could still do this. I'm, I'm still a woman. Right. Um, obviously, we know with Lion King, with Afrobeats and, and just incredible. the entire continent. That was of, an incredible soundtrack that I don't think gets spoken about enough. It's weird to say something by Beyonce is underrated. Right. But it that did, project, that 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 soundtrack standards. was yeah, it was underrated for sure. A lot of great music on that on that sound. A lot of great artists. Uh, the visuals mm. was, was was a one for that. Um, but yeah, this is what you know. This is these are the artists that we have that we again just a simple thing like an announcement. Yeah, of an a project coming, it shakes things up. It's gonna cause the other artists, the other greats, to either be inspired or be worried because it's like they all you know. They, I feel like they all kind of behind the. Closed doors, they all would know when each other's working. For the most part. You know what I mean? So it's like- If not, they asking. <laughs> if not, they asking or, you know, producers, it's like, you can't get them. You'd be like, yo, well, I can't get a hold of this dude. And, you know, if you you know about working with Beyonce, you can't even say you're working with Beyonce. It's, At all. It's like, you know, so if you can't get any tracks back from certain artists, like, damn, he hasn't emailed me back. He hasn't said nothing. Usually means one of the greats have a hold of that person yeah. at the moment and something is being uh, done in the studio and it's on the way. Well, and that's actually the benefit of a major label because major label, they all play musical chairs. Mm-hmm. They're all friends. Mm-hmm. So even if you're on a separate label from an icon like Beyonce, the president of your label will probably find out when that shit is coming. Right, <laughs> right. Um, yeah, and, and I don't want to get too much into it on speculations. Um, I am part of the Beehive, but I'm just excited for the music. I'm not going to dissect what every last thing is going to be in the four box right. set um i'm just excited for the music um i don't care if it has a specific theme a if four it box doesn't set? i hope that means four albums or somewhat four eps or four something with music separate and not just merch because i could never see beyonce just being like here well she's done it with ivy park but this obviously has something to do with music i can't see each box set not involving 
different music. They have three children together? Yes. Set of twins in blue. You're aren't you one of their godfathers? <laughs> no, I'm just making sure. Dead beat godfather. Sure. I'm just making How sure that I'm sure about that. Oh, I'm she could be sure. pregnant. That could be the fourth. I was gonna I was gonna try to tie it into I see what you're doing. You know what I mean? Like just try to find, you know, the inspiration behind the four box set thing. It's funny because uh remember when Lemonade came out and they went back on Beyonce's Instagram like two years ago. Mm-hmm. And she just, it was just a random photo of her holding a, her hand, just her hand holding a lemonade. And it was like, life is making lemonade or whatever. Mm-hmm. They found an interview from years ago where Beyonce was like, I don't know what's next. It just, it feels like the Renaissance. Mm. <laughs> Beyonce does that shit all the time and it's hysterical to me. Mm. But it just shows how calculated and when we say, I wonder if Beyonce's working on something. Yes, she's working she's on something. She's always She's going to put it out two years from now. Yeah. But it's so calculated that she will be talking about it without us even knowing. And it's safe to say that uh that Jay is uh working because yeah. uh, at this point they they they're only going to tour together um whatever projects they put out. So it's safe to say that Jay is recording and we'll have some music coming from him uh probably this year as well. And we'll have a tour because like I said the Carters are not they're not going to tour separately. This way they're not going to they're going to tour the world together, take the oh. family with them. Oh, I mean, oh you mean like musically together or just together? Uh both. I think they'll both have current uh work in 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 on the streaming platforms and a tour. Yeah, I I think Beyonce kind of owes Beyonce fans a formation tour. Like just a, a solo Beyonce. Yeah, Hove can come out. Hove can watch the kids while they're doing it. Hove can watch the kids is sick. Yo, someone <laughs> someone tweeted Beyonce fans talk to Jay way worse than Nas ever did. Oh yeah. Oh, that's a fact. Oh yeah. Oh my Beyonce god! Beyonce fans are so mean to yeah, Jay Z. No, they they be going crazy. Like some of the things I read, I'm just like, yo, what's wrong with people? Like, wait, why you laugh at Jay? Can watch the kids. That's just, Hope that's can't like, watch his own children. No, no, no. I mean, he, yeah, but it's just like, absolutely, he can, and he, and he does. But it's just you gotta perform. It's just, yeah, it's just like, we're acting like this guy doesn't have like great art, like that he can also perform for the world. Also, yeah, but I think I think it, this just calls for a Beyonce solo tour. I think her I'm fans not, really really want that. I think everyone loved on the run. I but, mean, obviously, yeah. we saw yeah, we saw yeah, what that, that did. <laughs> we saw what that growth. They sold out SOBs, uh, I think. Yeah, uh, yeah, that little shindig of a place. Or BB King's was it? Yeah, yeah. Nice little Sony Hall. We right. did the same venue, right? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, we do the same venues as Beyonce for sure. Um, I would like to see a Beyonce solo tour. What was the last power couple tour outside of Jay Z and Beyonce? Uh, Amarion hmm. and Bow Wow. That's probably up there. Yeah. I meant like relationship. Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I mean that the entire B2K tour, if their manager was there. That's that's I like wow. I like it. Wow. I like the wow. joke. That, let me wow. just say it. I'm just that's wow. just me. I like the joke. Wow. But uh I don't know. That's a great question. The last power couple. Hmm. I don't know if we've because had... the, the way you guys are talking about it, it's it's interesting to think like it's like you gotta have like you can't have Jay who's Jay-Z gonna tour with? His wife. His wife. Yeah. yeah. Or just yeah. himself. Like he did the 444 tour. Oh, of course, of course. Don't get it twisted. Yeah. But I'm saying that if he was going to tour with anybody. No, absolutely. If he's going to tour with anybody, it would be it would be uh, his wife. And that's what makes me wonder. What's like the last power couple that went on tour like that? I would hope Big Sean and, and Janae did a 2088 tour, no? Oh. When that album came out? That that album definitely warranted a tour. And with that their really two good catalogs, yeah, you're doing some numbers there. I don't I feel like I would have seen that show. Same. But that album was so long ago. It, much longer than you think it was. Yeah. Time has, has flew I will by. tell you, but we're in the middle of Mexico. No good Wi-Fi. Understandable. So yeah. you guys in the comments, let us know. It's all good. Uh, but that has that ever really been a thing? Like how often are 
I don't people, think so. Like two, two icons together. like that together. I don't think so. And that's why I'm like, maybe I can, I can Tina. Watch your mouth. It's a very uh, uh, sensitive. John Lennon era. and Yoko Ono. Oh, she sang. Yeah, <laughs> guys, listen. The, the, there is none. Okay, <laughs> let's just let's just. We don't have to keep just throwing couples out there. Anybody I mean, that was in love, we're throwing them on a tour together. Like, no. Well, uh, first of all, Yoko Ono definitely made music. Absolutely and right. During their career, or pardon, during their relationship, she was always on stage with them. Imagine yeah, that. No, I get it. She was going ham in the background I, I with just, a tambourine, just yelling out harmonies that didn't match the song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yo, that's my easiest. We can't do that. Let's, 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 all love Yoko's and light and respect project. to Yoko Ono, please. Don't we, we don't want to do that. Is her name Yoko Ono? It is Yoko. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I, I just that name just popped up, and I was like, I don't know if that's the name, but yeah. You know what's interesting with that? And it's a very side note because I've I've heard older people talk about hating that relationship and that's what's so funny about old people looking at us like oh you guys are looking at gossip yeah that's gossip from your time absolutely yeah you guys are talking about gossip how that's much a rollout hate- plan that's marketing yes yeah. how much uh they all hated yoko and like oh she's just doing using john Lennon for fame when he passed she got low we never heard from her yeah like i yeah. think she would just really love that man yeah she did absolutely <laughs> i mean come on we, but like i mean like f- solely he yeah. could have not been John no, Lennon. No, no. That was that was that was that was love. Yeah. Even years later, you see images and photos, and that was love. Just keep her off the background vocals, and yeah, it'll be fine. Um, it was ironic though. On the same day, and we can segue from here. When Beyonce did the self-titled album, mm. dropped it at, at midnight or two a.m. Didn't tell anyone, and that became like. A rollout. People were trying to emulate the best they could. Obviously, they couldn't right. do the same night shit. Surprise rollout. But this, the we move forward, and now <laughs> here we go. Drake announces six hours before midnight that he's putting out an album, mm-hmm. and then we were all like, "Sorry, bud, Beyonce got us back on this long marketing plan. <laughs> You're gonna have to give me some more time. Yeah. And do you have some merch available? Right, <laughs> right. More importantly." Um, but that was a nice surprise. I don't care what, what anyone is saying on the internet now. Let's let's start with just an announcement that we're going to get a Drake album in six hours. Mm. I didn't believe it. Uh, you showed me the uh, the caption. Um, you showed me the post. Mm. And I was like, I said, oh, this is probably just songs that he had. And he just wants to get them out there. In the background. Because yeah. they announced the OVO sound, uh, the rate, Sirius XM. Sirius uh, XM congrats, right. Sirius XM. And Drake announced hey, a radio label show. Yeah. Label mates. Um, we should collab. Yeah, we should. <laughs> We um, should so, tour together. <laughs> we should. If you guys tour with Drake, but but he ha- but Drake has to open for us though. I mean, naturally, <laughs> yeah. That's the that's the only way I'm agreeing to this tour. Drake has to open up. I'll I'll get to the arena when he's halfway done with his set, doing his little number that he does. Well, I can promise you this: for us getting out of the arena with parking and traffic, will be a breeze. Oh, absolutely. Everyone will everyone be everyone will be gone. Uh, the, the arena would be completely uh, empty at that point. What would the acoustics be like? How do we how do we start with that? An empty arena. Oof, that'd be rough, huh? It would be very rough. Maybe the green room. Maybe, yeah. yeah. There you go. We there could you do go. That's how you start. Room. Yeah, you yeah. start there. Exactly. You, you, you put a live stream to the audience. Exactly. This is why, see, this there is you why you're here, Eden. But neither. You uh, mean um, the people cleaning the arena? What? You see, Listen, you see gonna, what this guy's going with? I'm just going to make us, I'm just going to get I'm us saying out. I'm saying get us out of everyone here. is going to be leaving, so the arena has to be clean. So the, uh. So I know the people that clean the arena? No, I'm saying we would live stream to them. Why wouldn't me? I know some people that clean arenas. Are you doubting the working class? Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that, we got a we got an announcement from Drake that new music was on the way, and I I told you I said I think it's just a compilation of things that he had sitting around recorded. Mm-hmm. Probably gonna just put it out there, uh, use the radio show to you know stream it at midnight. 
Uh, we had a whole conversation about the what ifs and the possibilities of what this was going to be. And we can get into our what ifs. Because um, Eden brought up right away, he's like, wow, that was quick. And I was like, yeah, but if you think about it, we got most of CLB. Six months ago. Um, no, I'm saying like a year and a half. We got oh, most of yes, CLB. Yes, yes. Even if they were unfinished, we got 90% of that album. Yeah. So I felt like Drake quickly finished those up after the leak mm -hmm. and immediately got those out of his brain and started working on new music. And then a year later, CLB came out. So I was like, it's not really quick timing. Mm -hmm. So that's where I wasn't like, how many more leaks are there? I mean, especially <laughs> for, the, for the album he just gave, it's definitely, this is fresh. Yeah. But what did scare me was that maybe this wasn't leaks and this was when all the leaks happened, he got scared and tried to make a bunch of new records for CLB mm -hmm. and then was like, fuck it, let me just put out CLB, the leaks, they're out, and this is my CLB part two, which, I, oh. which would have scared me. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. I was, I was, I, th I thought a lot of things. I said, uh, either this is uh, a lot of the songs that he had recorded already, he just wants to get them out there. Uh, did the did the Beyonce announcement um, cause him to want to do this and get out the way? Uh, you know, there's a lot of things. We were, I, I just I, I tie it all to Beyonce announcing her album is coming. I feel like you know all of the big artists are now you know either working or their work is complete and now they want to get it out and get it out get out the way of Beyonce. Get it out, yeah. But um, I was wrong, and this was a completely different project. Did did it cross your mind? We know it wasn't that now. But did it cross your mind that this was a, a petty move towards Kendrick Lamar? Mm. Nah. That never crossed my mind. That never crossed my mind. That I feel like the uh the Kendrick uh project is a project that stands on its own. It stands alone from everything else that's uh out right now. Uh they've just sent a lot of subliminal shots over the last decade, I would say, of who is more impactful and who has a bigger fan base because they have gone back and forth with sales and number ones and all mm -hmm. that shit. Mm -hmm. Who could stop the world more? It's yeah, kind of what's a sick game to be playing. Right. Yeah. Sick. Who could stop the world more? And I don't think a it's a sick fucking game. I don't think it's malicious on, on either one of their ends. I think they actually both respect each other's craft a Definitely. lot. Absolutely. Yeah. Um even but, if they don't even if I, they have personal sure grievances with each other. You Which still I have to respect think, somebody's art. I don't even think there's probably much personal no, grievances no, anymore. Absolutely. But I still think they are competitive and they're both icons at this point. So mm -hmm. they're going to want to out-icon each other. So that crossed my mind too. I'm like, hmm, is he just trying to be like, all right, Kendrick just dropped this shit. And usually when Kendrick drops, there is a significant time between both of them. I'm not saying Drake is scared or Kendrick's scared, but between both of them, there's always significant times between their albums. Mm -hmm. Was he like, man, fuck this. 40, what's in my hard drive? I'm about to take all this attention away. Show Kendrick that I can stop the world even when your shit has only been out a month. It crossed my mind. Not saying it's true at all. Um, I don't, but was that in question before this though? I feel like people know that what Drake can do. I don't think, well, Drake, at this point, people know Drake can do anything. Well, if you listen to his lyrics, he's been trying to convince and prove himself a lot of things over the years. Mm -hmm. he, he has insecurity in a good way when it comes to music. Um, that's why I put him almost higher than certain icons because of his output of how much music he puts out and how much time he's proven. Like he doesn't put out an amazing album and then four years disappears. We never hear from him. And then it's just all this anticipation and then he's back and he disappears. Like his, mm -hmm. his output is crazy. He's always in 
the fucking light. Like I appreciate that type of shit. That's more difficult to do as an icon, I think, mm-hmm. than it is to be this mysterious. It's brave. Hell yeah. It's brave. Because it allows for so many mistakes where you may not look like this icon that we think you are. Mm-hmm. So that's where I respect Drake outside of just the music shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but once the album came out, I did not think that at all. Because this, I think, did take some time. I don't oh, think this this God. was 40 What's in Our Hearts. No, 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 no. <laughs> this was this was a project. This was even if the internet thinks that. Yeah, this was this I understand. It was why, intentional. Why Drake has braids now. I get it. He <laughs> didn't have time for a haircut. He had to really go into that world. He had to really just be in the house and he had to create that world, that sound. He had to create that dance. Cause he didn't create dance that that genre we know exists. No, but it's very he had to, he had to go EDM. into it, and I'm pretty sure he had nothing but house music, dance music playing at his house in the studio, just looking for inspiration for sounds. Uh, spending a lot of time with producers because yes, it is dance, but it still was very hip hop influenced the, the tracks. Sure. Um. So I I just I think this this was a project that he literally worked on for some time. This wasn't just a. a Two weeks. Let me get this. And if it was, then that, we having a whole nother conversation about the type of artist that he is. Yeah. Um. When I, when I did see the caption, I saw executive produced by Black Coffee and, of course, the uh, usual executive producers. Mm-hmm. I, it did cross my mind that this was going to be very up-tempo. At, at minimum, this is going to be a very up-tempo album. I'm looking at the timing of it, summer. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't think it'll go all the way more life or all the way Afro beats, but this shit is going to be up-tempo. Yeah. Yeah. And I saw the internet kill it, and you guys are going to say we're full of shit and we're dick riders. I killed CLB. hmm You did. I've been very objective with every Drake take. I'd be up here lying if I said I didn't like this album. Mm. I'm in Mexico. That helps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, def- yeah. Oh, definitely. Definitely helps that I'm in Mexico, definitely, definitely. but <clears throat> I appreciated what he did on this album, and... With my CLB review, not that it matters because my opinion doesn't matter. Like what you like. I wanted some fucking growth. And I, I understand that Drake has made these types of records before. They've been some of my favorite Drake records mm-hmm. throughout his career. He'll throw one on each yeah. of them. Yeah. And I love them. <clears throat> so it's not new for Drake to do this. But as far as putting a soul theme sonically, Drake grew because all his theme sonically are usually the 40 underwater beats and then he'll mix in what's current at the time. So we got growth from an artist I was asking for growth from and I think it's extremely well produced. I think on a lot of house music and a lot of dance music, a lot of EDM music, there isn't very much substance. Don't kill me. I know there is some, but for the most part, especially now, there's no real substance or connection lyrically to those types of records. They're solely to dance. There's mm-hmm. quotables all over through the shit. Yeah. Mad relatable content. He's really talking shit. He's really talking about relationships. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I get the H&M and Zara jokes, but bro, we've been making those jokes about this type of music for 15 years. Since forever, yeah. Like, <laughs> it's, 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 it's this simple, Rory. I think that, one, you're never going to satisfy your entire fan base no. with any project that you put out. It's always going to be people that love it. It's always going to be people that hate it. Um, with this project, though, it's... It's bigger than do I like it or do I not like it. I think people have to just think a little deeper when they're looking at artists and the way they create and the things that they put out into the world. This was a brave project, fam. Drake is, uh, you know, people they call him. We call him a rapper, right? You call him a rapper. He's a pop star. Uh, he's a pop star. He can, you know, he can he can hold the note. He can sing. Uh, he can give you the R and B record. 
but he gave us an entire dance house hip hop like this was a real real piece of art that I think a lot of people are gonna go because I remember what y'all was saying when 808s and Heartbreaks first came out mm-hmm. everyone hated it I remember how people was killing it nah. I remember how people was shitting on it mm-hmm. um, and now when you listen back now it's a classic. Now it's a classic, right? And now it's one of the most important uh, albums to modern music. Period. I'm not saying that this this album is no, no, going no, we're to not be that. that. We're just saying that. But give it a, some time. <laughs> just give it some time. Like if you don't understand it and it doesn't connect to you, right? And that's fine. Like it just Drake has put out songs that I didn't connect to that I didn't really like and things like that. Like, but as an artist, when you have the ability to first sit with producers and get this type of sound done. And do it in a way and do it at a level that he just did it at. You can't just frown at that and be like, oh, I hate that. Like, you got to give a head nod or a tilt your hat to like, yo, that was brave. Yeah. I don't know. Like, if he would, because I would have been disappointed if Drake gave me an album where he's rapping like Little Baby the whole album. Right. I, I would be Or if he was, was rapping like ESTG or he was like, those guys, that's what they do. Let those work or let that art speak for itself. Mm-hmm. Let it do what it's doing. Hop on one record. Yeah, cool. But we're talking about a complete pride. And like you said, it's, he's getting his bars off on that. He's talking shit. That liability record. Bubba's like, I don't know if people was really listening. I know, you know, he distorted his voice and played with the, yeah. you know, but it's like, listen to what he's like. He is getting bars off. Mm-hmm. And that's what, you know, that's that's what he does. He, he's going to give you captions. And for the rest of the summer, I, I, this vibe, this energy that he just gave us is, is it's, it's reserved for an acquired taste. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 this is not for the black and mild and the and the chicken box eaters and the the this is not that. This is a little more mm-hmm. you gotta have a different palette for this. And I understand it. It's, it's, it's okay it's, if you don't. It's okay if you don't. Like just go to something else. There's plenty of shit out there for you. But the 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 fact that Drake has the ability to make this type of album and this type of project. And of course, you know, he there are real dance artists that do that sound better because that's what they do. But that to me is a is a is a stripe on on Drake's uniform of damn. Like you actually can do that though. Mm-hmm. Rappers, because we call him a rapper. Rappers, I don't know too many of my favorite rappers that can do what Drake just did. No, of course not. You know what I mean? Like, and so it's like I don't know a lot of producers that could do what Forty did. It, it, and exactly. I know there's a lot of other producers. I'm just saying, as far as with that artist, Forty's like the final decision and. Kind of really puts that's not better. easy, man. And 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 again, it's okay if you don't get it, if you ain't vibing to it. But that's some really good music on this album. Yeah, and really, I, really good music, really good beats. Again, he's talking shit. He's talking slick. He's giving you captions. He's giving you bars. Emotion too. There's some, yeah, there's some breakup records on that. I bitch. mean, it's it's listen, man. I I think the people that you know, this was you got to salute Drake because he took a chance with this. He he knew the backlash was coming. Uh, this was this was a bold move. This was a brave move, um, but I think he executed very well. I think that the music is 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 a one. Again, he's giving you bars, so he's still being Drake. He's giving you captions, so he's still being himself. Oh, he's giving me a lot of captions. So yeah. I, you know, I, I I understand it's the the sound isn't what people were expecting, but remove your emotions and what you thought was coming away from it, and just listen to music. Like if this was a Tim's album. People yeah. would be going crazy if this was the weekend. Of course, well, week weekend did a, a little similar on the on but the this last is what one. I'm saying, people, would, yeah, and they yeah. loved it, right? They, they, that album was yeah. phenomenal. If this was party next door, 
Yeah. If this was, you know what I mean? If this was a Rihanna album. Oh, this Rihanna album would be insane. So this is what, so, so, so I get it. People weren't expecting this and they didn't, may not have wanted this from him, but remove that and just listen to the music and, and, and catch the vibe and the energy and say, damn, this is a vibe though. This is, this is some, this is good music. I think, especially coming eight months after the last project, which to me, which I, I, said on this podcast, felt like a caricature of Drake. It felt like someone went in and tried to make an album that sounded like a Drake album, but it came from Drake. Mm -hmm. And I said, even after his uh, verse on Jack's album, like I was like, I think Drake is in a really fucking weird place. Like He has no idea what he should do musically going into being 35 plus yep. and having a fan base that's also 17, but also having a fan base that grew with him since 18. Yeah. So it wouldn't have been my first thought, but I get it. What would be the type of music to grab as much as your world's wide fan base and age fan base? House music. Love it. Yeah. It never it. gets old. That bop, that tempo. You know. Me and my parents both both love house music. Love it. <laughs> but I mean, it's part of hip hop. And house music yeah. has influenced so much of EDM, so much Absolutely. of hip hop, so much of certain R&B now. Like yeah. it is at this this point kind of the genesis of modern music to some degree. You can even say 808s and Heartbreaks has a lot of house influences on it. Yeah. Definitely. Outside of just like the 80s and, and everything like that. Mm -hmm. Anti-Pain. But I, it makes sense to me. I know for everyone on Twitter, it wouldn't make sense because they don't particularly like that style of music, which I understand. But if I'm looking I get at, it. at, listen, my, I, at listen, my fan base around the entire world, that's what, and that's what people and have the to age understand. Group, like, Drake I guess I have a, to make a house album. <laughs> and, and, and like you said, it's at the point, what, what else is there for him to do? Like, what else is there for him to, I know people still talking about they want a full R&B project from him. Well, this, that's, I was just going to answer your question there. Mm -hmm. He said, well, I don't know, a source said, it could be true or untrue, it was on the internet, that Drake is coming again with another album this year. Scary, my prediction, scary hours particularly my my prediction even before that shit was oh alright he's gonna show cause he's done house in this uptempo shit before full album like this piss people off have them beg for him to rap again and the next one will be a full DJ premiere Mad Lib Alchemist fucking but then they, and, and this is the fucked up he's part gonna work that. with Just again he's gonna finally work with Dre like he's gonna get his quintessential rap album with all the legends and they're gonna kill that too Absolutely. And that's, it's, it's just like, bro, like you can't, we have to stop feeling like we can satisfy. Everybody's not going to be satisfied. Everybody's not going to be happy with what you do. But I think that, again, if you're a creator and you're an artist, you know, you can only salute creators and artists for pushing the boundaries, stepping outside of their comfort zones, trying things, uh, trying to just, you know, create a different vibe and energy like yeah. that's part of being an artist like you know what i'm saying wherever you at in your life you know drake has obviously been successful for many years you know he may have just spent five months traveling the world and this is what he was inspired by this was the music yeah. that he was hearing this was the right. so you know he's giving that to us kind of like yo this is what this is what i just came out of this is the world i was just in and this is my rendition of that well he, he did say in a i appreciated his double down and and sassiness when he said, "We just ahead of y'all right now. You'll, right. Ca you'll catch up." I, I, <laughs> but listen, this the, we, which is a sassy, snobby music. But it's real. Say. I mean, it's true. real. It's Eight up there and with heartbreaks the, with the with the J Cole fan base. We're like, uh, you, we're just too intelligent. He said, for you. "It's all good if you don't get it. That's what we do. We waiting for you to catch up. We already caught up already. On to the next. My goodness. 
But I that's like a, it. But I listen, like it too. they did that with 808s and Heartbreak. And mm-hmm. again, we're not saying that this sits next to these albums. Like, it just came out. We're not saying that. We're just saying the people reacted because they received a sound from an artist that they didn't think was coming and that they didn't know if they liked. Like, people mm-hmm. be indifferent about shit, but then they'll lean more towards I hate it than just say, yo, I don't know. Of course. Yeah. Like, it's okay to be indifferent about, you know what I'm saying, something and be like, yo, I don't know yet. Like, let me give it a little more. Let me... But people just want, nah, I hate it, skip, nah, that, that, uh, that shit trash. It's like, but like every Drake album, give it some time. It hasn't even been a day. Give it, no, give it some no, time. No, give you got to look, look at how he executed it too. This album is, is made for DJs. Yes. You're going to be forced, outside of Drake being Drake, yeah. you're going to be forced to hear these fucking records everywhere you go Shots and you're going to, to like them. <laughs> and, yes. and listen, one thing I do know is that whatever the ladies like, the men end up liking That's and the right, ladies seem sure. to be loving this project. They're ready to go to motherfucking Ibiza. They're ready to mm-hmm. go to Yacht Week and do all kind of shit. Twerk oh, I, to this shit. They trying to dance. Summer. Yeah, they <laughs> they trying to crazy. eat fruit. This is for the fruit eaters and the champagne sippers. This ain't for you niggas that like the motherfucking drink Welch's grape and, and eat pizzas and shit like First that. First I like pizza and Welch's Yeah, grape. but this ain't for that. This this is a different, this is a whole different thing here. This is but a full side type yeah, shit. Yeah, but you got to respect it and you got to say, listen, this is an artist who, again, has accomplished so much. What else is there for him to do? Mm. If this is it, if this is what he wanted to try, and this is the you know the, the inspiration that he had, just listen to the music. And if you just listen, to, if you just do that, there's no way that you can say that this is not good music. I like agree. this is good. This is really really good music. Um, I think, I think people be more warranted in their hate. Drake fans be more warranted in their hate. Who cares about people that don't already like his music? Mm-hmm. If he did like an actual rollout and like a date. And this is what it ended up being. I think he executed this style of music perfect. Yo, we have to just drop this shit within six hours of the announcement, mm-hmm. right before summer, mm-hmm. and then also announce that we're coming back very soon. Mm-hmm. Love it. Like, I think that's genius. I don't know who in the camp came up with it, but it's the perfect way for this album to roll it out. Um, Again, you know, he's... He's very calculated. We know that. Oh, for we sure. We sit here and talk about Drake and, you know, of course, they're going to kill us, say we dick eating, whatever. Um, but again, he's calculated. He knows what he's doing. Um, you don't become this successful for this long not knowing what you're doing. He's so calculated. He has uh, called me out for doing two corny things that he was watching from a distance. What <laughs> two corny things have you possibly done? Well, I've done millions of corny things. Of but, course. Uh, he caught me rapping along at the... Um, on the Run 2 tour. Yuck. To I Can Do Anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and then while I disagree with him, he did say I did a toast that no one toasted me to at a restaurant once. Wow. That's hilarious. <laughs> You're disgusting. That's funny. Though. That's a, No, that's a sick... And I said that to him. Like, I, said, I would be mad if I really did that and somebody saw it. They'd be like, oh, come on, man. Don't I, just, you ain't got to bring that up. Someone did No, but it. he says them publicly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Drake said, saw it. He said I had a Chardonnay. First of all, it was a Sauvignon Blanc. Yeah, get your shit together. And, and number two, I said, you're a very sick person. <laughs> For noticing that you were the only one toasted and he, and by yourself. And he said, and as calculated as he said, I see everything. <laughs> Listen, man, I, you know, again, people killing them, man. It's just, I, and that's they part gonna of it. They're going to kill us, too. Yeah, of course. That's part of it. We got to listen. It's okay to say you don't like something. It's okay to hate something. It's okay. But it's just like, at the very least, just appreciate an artist trying to create and trying to push the boundaries and challenge themselves to do something different because again I, another uh, project that they killed when they first came Last Train to Paris in a similar I remember when that song. came out when Last Train to Paris came out love that album uh, people killed them for that yeah what is this shit did, did Puff and Drake plan the release 
I don't think so. Because the Diddy and Bryson Tiller record, which I do like a lot. Good record. Really they, good they record. They could have put Drake on that shit and just made it a Drake featuring Puff and Bryson Tiller on that album. That was a really, really good record. Really good record. Ombre. Ombre her album. I, I think we'll get, we'll get to Boogie, but I think her and Boogie put out the two out. best, the, the two best uh, projects that came out today, mm-hmm. I would say. No, this was one of the better Fridays of, of the entire year. Yeah, there was a lot, a lot of good music that came out. Um, but Ombre, that's, she's a star in the making. And, I, and you know I don't say that corny shit all the time. Mm. Um, I love Ombre. She's so, she's, again, another artist that's so unique. Liked uh, her music, but the more I like, got to know her as far as how much she's involved in producing and writing everything, I'm like, yeah. oh, you're doing this by yourself? Yeah. When you get some help? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're you're out of here. Yeah, no, Ombre is she's one of those she's one of those artists that uh talent le- talent level is undeniable. Mm. Um again, people just gotta catch up and catch on to it. Uh but this project she just put out, really, really good project. Sounds incredible. Um again, I was on, I've been listening to Sabrina Claudio, uh, her project, uh, and and Sid's project. This to me goes right next sure. to like now I can literally Put her in that rotation with Sid, Sabrina Claudio, and now this Ombre project. And if you're not, well, not familiar with her, it's a perfect project for the attention that it's getting because it's it's quick. Mm-hmm. Like it's to the point of her t- of if you want to get to know this artist and you don't know them and you don't have three hours to sit down, mm-hmm. throw that shit on the car, doing errands, you'll be a fan. Yeah, absolutely. That's one of those ones you just put on, keep doing what you're doing, let it play in the background. You'll catch the melodies, you'll catch the beat. Yeah. And you're going to be like, oh, what's the name of that? Because that's what I did. I let it play. I'm in the shower. Hop out. I got to look like, what was the name of that one? So now I know which one of my favorite ones. Um, but yeah, I was I was super excited because I didn't even know the, the project was coming out. Yeah. So when I looked and I saw it was out, I was like, oh, like I wasn't even expecting an Ombre project. So that was a that was dope to uh, receive that as well last night. Yeah, 19 minutes and as quick as to great the point. As, I, as, ugh, can't speak. as great as that is for a new artist. It did piss me off as a fan. You wanted a, you wanted a little more. When music. she was getting in her bag, I was like, "Oh, this could have been another minute 30. Yeah, because <laughs> because yeah. she's a producer. Mm-hmm. Like you could have let that rock and got busy. But I know she just this was, you know, something that she's putting out while working on the album album. So shout out to Ombre Three Thousand Degrees available now on your DSPs. Uh, more black superheroes. West Side Boogie. First of all, uh, Boogie, I want to congratulate you, my brother. Um, I know how hard you worked to get this uh, album done and to get it out. So um, congratulations, first of all, on that. Love the artwork. I think that's yeah. a, uh, this is a, to me, a, a phenomenal classic artwork cover just for what it represents. Um, yeah, man. And we don't got to talk about Boogie's lyrical ability and song making ability. He's one of the, He's one of those artists that I think that, again, people got to catch up. They got to catch on to what he's doing. And then they're going to go back to his projects and say, oh, no, he been putting out shit. Yeah. And this one, and of course, his, his song making ability. Like, I don't think people know that he wrote on Black Hearts for Kendrick and Summer. Like, yeah. He's was a big writer on that. He's, mm-hmm. he's an amazing song maker. Boog, man, like. <sighs> I just feel all, bad because the Drake shit It's like, damn. Yeah, that hurt. And my, I know that, that hurt. hurt. That, I, uh, Boogie, listen, I know that hurt. I know that stung a little bit. But, you know, again, I, I'll say it all the time. If, you know, you put something out right next to something like that, people going to run into that on accident. And completely different vibes. Yeah, um, completely different vibe. 
But Boogeyman, like all the things that we praise the Kendrick album for, mm-hmm. I think for a mass standpoint, I love that Kendrick touched on those things. But you know, a lot of it was surface isn't really the word I'm looking for when it comes to that type of mental health trauma, family shit, um, and just kind of exploring all the things that made you the adult that you are now. Mm-hmm. But because Kendrick is Kendrick, and it was so much to the masses, someone that's been in therapy for 10 years could be like, oh yeah, that's, that's therapy one-on-one, what Kendrick is saying. But I, it was beautiful that Kendrick did that at the status that he is, mm-hmm. because he couldn't really do the crazy deep dive. Yeah. To me, that's what Boogie did here. This is somebody like, this did the deep dive <laughs> for me. Like this Boogie project is, is analyzing yourself in the mirror much different than I think 99.9% of rappers have ever done. Yeah. And I do, fill my mentions with everyone I understand. I'm just saying right now in 2022, I haven't heard someone get like this um, in a long time. Well, again, Boogie already know how we feel about him. I'm just happy that, you know, they were able to get the project done, get it out. Um, again, if you, you know, you're one of those ones that's, you know, into the lyrics, into different styles and, you know. Have women problems. Yeah, like the, Boogie is, you know, he's just a very unique artist in that sense of, you know, he's going to draw from exactly what he's going through. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be no faking jacks. You know, he's going to tell you, tell you how it is. But also in a way where, it's, you know, it's true to him and it's true to where he's from. Yeah. No, absolutely. That's, Shout that's, out to more, more black superheroes. Excuse me, more black superheroes. Westside Boogie available now on your DSPs. I think I don't think I'm jumping the gun. I think that will be a candidate for album of the year. Absolutely, for, for rap like that. That's my shit. Uh, we keep it West Coast. Um, Reason and J Rock. Reason's first single. Mm-hmm. Happy to see. Happy to see two guys that I know that have been really trying to get music out for a minute. Yeah, and just just obviously run into what the music industry does when it comes to trying to release music. Mm-hmm. Um, but is what it is. J-Rock and Reason. Um, singles out now. I think it's fire. I, I, I hope that this allows Reason to put out a full project very soon. Yeah, I'm, I'm, that's what I'm waiting for from Reason. I want to hear a full project. Again, another one of the lyrical uh, young dudes that I really, really like. Um, just excited to see them grow as artists. And to get their, you know, their bodies of work completed, done mm-hmm. out, because it is a, you know, you know, Roy, it's a, that's it's it's one of the most difficult yeah. uh, times for a creative, one of the most depressing times, one of the most emotional times, because you got to jump through so many loops and so many circles and it's timing over you art, gotta, yeah, so many Zoom calls and conference calls and this, that, and the third, just to get out something that you were inspired by and just want to share with the world so and then the time passes and it's like well this song that i've been working on for yeah, years doesn't make sense anymore <laughs> exactly man it's, it's not it's not easy uh for artists to, to to put together these albums and get them done um so yeah i'm looking forward to a full length reason project uh somebody else chris brown Wizkid. chris brown Wizkid. i'm i'm curious to see what that one does uh with the DJs, oh, we know within within, within the Drake album mix. Yeah, we know we we know. <laughs> and the Diddy record. Yeah, we could. That's we, a whole set. The, today's date that, is, a, is a set. I was about to say you could put all of that in the mix, and I think that the you know, the vibe at that party gonna be all right. Yeah, that's a real good vibe right there. No, there's def- definitely gonna be some beautiful women um, that have jobs. Um, <laughs> Very important. <laughs> there's always beautiful women everywhere. Yeah, do uh, they have a job? Uh, speaking of a beautiful woman with a job, uh, Chloe put out a record. Uh, Chloe's record uh, and video is called Surprise because, you know, with 
those type of artists that has to come with a visual mm-hmm. for the single. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a good visual. Um, How does she sound? She sounded good. I think out of the non-Chloe Haley projects, this might be my favorite Chloe single that's came out. Mm-hmm. The other ones felt uh, too single chasey and were kind of diluting her talent to focus on being a pop star. Um, this one has a cooler vibe to me. This, this, feels, like, this feels like she wanted this first. Mm-hmm. And the label was like, nah, we, this, this is third. <laughs> okay. Um, but I liked it. You gotta and, check it out. You know, she's still getting uh, her half naked shit on that's gonna piss people off and be a conversation starter. And I understand why they do it. It's but, uh, stupid, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's the conversation now. Black put out a, uh, a video of the cover of Omi Says uh, by Yasin Bey for Apple Music. Um, and usually covers aren't really my shit. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a great cover. I mean, Black's voice is kind of made for that record and it's different beat. It's, it's very minimal sample of, of the original record in there. He puts his own verse on it. Yeah, I, I thought it was cool. This was one of the Fridays that I like really fucking enjoyed everything. <laughs> it was a lot of, lot of good music that came out. Uh, I think, again, you know, when certain artists move and they get out the way, now it's, we get the... Everybody else that we oh you've been working he's been working she's yeah. been working like okay we get it and for all the listeners that are gonna say this is a whole dick riding episode I've been a moody fuck about music for um, this entire year but yeah again I don't know if it's the atmosphere of being in Mexico and being off the grid and like not being around people but I'm in a good mood and a lot of good but I also think music. the music was good yeah no was, listen I mean we 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 talk about when the music is bad. So let's talk about when the music is good. There's That's a lot of good music internet. that came out. Internet don't want to hear from that. Yeah, but I mean, listen, I get it. You know, it's, you hate it, you love it, whatever, man. But just appreciate artists just and creators trying to just do something different. I agree. That's all I'm saying. Just just, just appreciate artists trying to do something different. And then when they do it, be like, oh, that wasn't bad. Would you say that about the Migos uh, Colors performance? I'm well, sorry. Well, it wasn't the Migos. Migos. Unk, Unk and Neff. Uh, Unk and Neff. Unk and Neff. I didn't, I didn't watch all of it. But I'm gonna be honest, the optics don't look good. I don't, I don't, I don't like seeing that without it. It looked weird. Yeah, I, can't lie. I don't like seeing that without, without without offset, man. Like I, I can't. I, it's just, it doesn't look right. It and even like right. the records or the record rather, like felt felt like there was something missing. It felt like it <laughs> like was not so, a verse, just like a, a, a the three man weave yeah, cohesive, just, just fucking ad lib here. It just yeah, it's just it's not it's not the same, man. And and you know, it's unconfused by the way. Unk and Few, I'm sorry. Before they kill I said Unk and Neff. That's yeah. what I said. Excuse me. I Unk, understand. Same Unk, thing. Unk and Few. Um, yeah, I, I just. Uh, oh, and another thing, I made a mistake. I said uh, Mike Tyson fought Riddick Bowen. When in fact, it was Buster Douglas that okay. he lost to. So I, I'm gonna put that. I don't know why I was thinking of Riddick Bowen. I, I meant Buster I'm sorry, Douglas Mike. and said Riddick. Yes, Mike. Please, sorry. please don't. Just yeah. I, okay. I, I apologize, Mike. I'll take that out. They. Uh, speaking of which, I think it's Jimmy Kimmel live do a segment. Um, with Mike Tyson in the B outfit? No, not that. Oh. Um, <laughs> Sorry, they Mike. do it with other people. It's, uh, do you have anything you want to say about how Mike looked in his B outfit? You look great, Mike. Okay, cool. Yeah, I wanted to ask Mike where he I, copped it. I thought he you looked really, great. You really stung us. He look, he look. <laughs> Wait, you think that was a shot at Ali? Uh, oh. <laughs> Eden, don't say old like that. Like, <laughs> don't, don't look at us and say old like that. No, Eden, that's not. It wasn't a shot at Ali. No. Um, they do this segment, which I appreciate because usually, like, late night TV at this point is so watered down. Nothing's really that funny. Mm. And the segment is watered down to what it could be. But they did it with Fifty, and they just did it with Tyson today. Uh, who's standing behind you? They interview people on the street and ask opinions about. For this time, was Mike Tyson and what they really think of Mike. And while the person is talking about it on camera, there's a door behind them. 
and Mike comes out the door <laughs> to stand next to, like while they're talking shit about Mike. Oh, that has to be scary. I need to watch that. Is it out? Yeah, came out today. Oh, they did it. Uh, they did it with Fifty. Fifties was hilarious. They kind of did it with Drake. They just dressed Drake up in a like a like a. Oh news yes, I saw shit. that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That Drake one was actually hysterical. Oh god, here comes more dick riding with Drake. That's was funny okay. because it's not, because Drake, it's not dick writing because Drake is funny and has and a good sense of humor. So yeah. it was funny because his reactions were like so much feeding into the yeah. hate yeah. of of what the people were saying. But that sounds funny. I gotta watch that. I'm pretty that, sure some people pissed their fucking pants or I mean, started running with Mike. They're talking shit. Yeah, yeah. but you could only do that like with reformed 50 at that time like he was 50 the the businessman for real not even the businessman right. rapper right mm -hmm. and mike we know is very much a calmer person oh, unless man. you're on an Thank airplane you. making too much fucking noise yeah like, and, was, and in though. any case you need to shut the fuck up and you should get punched in your face i agree right. with that yeah um but it, it, it was very funny because that could have went oh and fucking butterbean was on uh <laughs> the legend rest in peace and uh they asked butterbean in your prime uh could you see mike tyson now and he was like, I'd, do, I'd get in the ring. God and then damn. Mike come around. That's and, not answering they, the question. <laughs> by the way, I'd get in the ring is not answering the question. And then uh, they did a, you know, a fake little shadow box and shit. It was, it was funny. Mm -hmm. I enjoyed it. Mike is, uh, you know, when we did uh, Hot Boxing, we did his, uh, his podcast. It's funny because, you know, Mike walks in and you're like, damn, that's Mike. That's, that's my, I am Mike Tyson. Yeah. And then, you know, he, he got this look on his face. He's walking in and he looks serious. So you kind of like, you don't want to say what's up. You don't want to. But like Mike is one of those dudes that like play with his hands when he greets you, like you know Listen. he start doing all yes. this, like throwing nah, fake air punch, oh no. and oh, yeah. you know you you do this shit where you lift your leg up to try to <laughs> guard the rib too, like you try to get a little leg on the rib, like yo Mike, Fair. we ain't if you we put not your, playing if you that put game. your leg up, yeah, we not playing Mike that game. Is, yeah, I'm not playing. I, I, I didn't want to play the hand game with Mike, but you know it was cool that to to, to see that he was that type of guy and he was that like oh su you know, super welcoming nice human and, being. He also does the uh, handshake. Dap picture, ah. yeah, and you know sometimes that takes a while. And Mike, I don't know if it's still on my Instagram. I think I might have archived it. You could just see the fear in my eyes. <laughs> his hands, like, his hand just gripping. No, his mine. hands felt like a catcher's <laughs> mitt. Like I'm just thinking, like if he was to ball this up and try to punch me in my nose with this hand right here. What's um? What's those flowers that have like the claws and they just go like this? Oh, Venus flytrap. Venus flytrap. Yeah. That's like Mike now is is so much of a, a calm beautiful soul yeah. but he also has those spikes and that fucking flower could close and that's that how shit. I felt taking that photo <laughs> yeah yeah I didn't I, I, I didn't like the fact that you know I had to learn the hard way that Mike plays with his hands when he greets you like <laughs> I didn't want to I didn't want to I was even going you play. use those when you off the clock yeah yeah I just was, I just wanted to give him a handshake a dap say what's up but you know he right. he started not throwing at work. Fake, not at work. Yeah, fake jabs and all that I'm not I'm not playing that game uh Before we get away from uh, today's music, I do want to shout out Joey Badass, man. What a great move. Uh, <laughs> I saw that and uh, I, saluted. I said, I said, oh, Joey, Joey, Joey. Book, book probably hit Justin was like, yo, uh, should we add a sample yeah. to this? <laughs> I, listen, Joey, let me, let me, let me be, be clear. First of all, uh, I love you. I fuck with you. Good what? music. Uh, love Joey Badass. Really good actor. I was looking forward to the, the album. Um, but yeah, you also are quick on your feet. I respect it. Yeah, no, I listen. I get it. I understand it. I respect it. I you do know, the same Somebody thing. like Drake announced an album at midnight the the same time you about to come out. You know, all of a sudden samples don't get cleared. I get it. 
I understand. You know, you got to get out of the way and just you know let the let this moment pass. Mm-hmm. This too shall pass, Joey. And then you'll have your your window to pop your shit again. Um, he did reply because everyone thought that. Of course, when he said that this course. sample shit. He said, "Y'all thinking I pushed my album back because because of Drake's comedy? Can't say I ain't happy though." <laughs> I found out I had to push my shit back a week ago. Only reason I waited to last minute to say something was because I was hoping to get a new date for y'all instead of just having y'all hanging, but I'm still not in the clear yet. That could be true. It could be a happy it accident. Sounds like it could be true. Yeah, but, but I'm fine with either one. If yeah, Joey but, Badass- But we're going to have fun with it and say Joey got the fuck oh, out the way. He's a rapper and can never say, hey, I didn't put my album out because yeah, of yeah, Drake. Yeah. But as a businessman- Yeah, <laughs> I, I 100% agree with it. And like you said, listen, he ain't mad at it. You know no. what I mean? Let me get out the way. Let this, let this storm pass. Let it do what it's going to do. And then we can reconvene at a, at a later date. And if, if it is true, you need to give Static Selector the biggest hug for choosing that sample. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, but I, I am looking forward to that that Joey uh, album. He did put out his record uh, with Chance. I think it's just him and Chance. Mm-hmm. Um, I forgot the name of it. I haven't had a chance to listen to it, but I'm, I'm sure uh, it's a good record because Joey's been putting out shit for... I don't know, the last few months. Even that uh, EP shit was great. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, we got news that the Squid Game, uh, the highest watched, most highest rated, all kind of record-breaking numbers on Netflix. Squid Game was the highest and most watched show in Netflix, in Netflix history. Uh, we just got word that the reality, sh- uh, the Squid Game reality competition series is coming to Netflix with a $4.56 million prize, biggest in TV history. Wait, hold on. Say it one more time. Uh, Squid Game, the 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 the, the show. Yes, I saw season a, two was yeah greenlit. Now it, it has a, a reality competition series that is coming to Netflix, and the winner of that will win four point five six million dollars. Four hundred and fifty six contestants will go through a series of games inspired by the original show, competing for four point five six million dollar cash prize. It's both the largest prize. In TV history and the largest competition series cast ever assembled. Um, does, does Nick Lachey host this one too? Because right? all his reality shows are Squid we Game to me. Same. <laughs> you got to get married to get out of here. Yes. That's worse than death. Yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> Just I, kill me to get me out of this bro, game. I, you know, I, I have questions. I mean, you know, what's how do you lose? They, all I'm saying is, I get the idea, but if they do like that first game and it's paintball, that's corny. Like, Ooh. all those games without death aren't, like... Yeah, that's, like that's the somebody point that, gotta die. That's why the yeah. games were so simple, because death was on the line. Right. And if somebody <laughs> don't die, at least, like, make it look like... like Put them in a, a lion's cage or like something. Eliminate them for real. Yeah, like, you know, just do something to where we're like, oh, shit, and then cut to, like, Delete yeah, the next IGs. episode or something like that, but we don't <laughs> know what happened to them. Like, yeah, make it seem like they dead, but... So at what least really bankrupt them and their families. Yeah. Wow. Because that's what gamblers do. That's true. I want to see how they're going to incorporate... You know, that part of the show. We know the cash prize and we get the 456 contestants, largest mm. ever. But what, how do they lose, though? Like, let's get, y'all didn't tell us that. I'm anxious to see that. I want to see how that is going to play out because I do have a theory that we are a few years away from seeing or being able to rent pay per view events where people will either fight to the death or compete to the death. I mean, going what? back to gladiator times, huh? Yeah, I believe so. I, I mean, believe we're not far from that. Well, first question who's contestant number one? Because we found out, if you haven't seen Squid Game at this point, yeah. you deserve a spoiler alert. Yeah, loser. Uh, contestant number one was the owner and creator of it. Yes. So is Nick Lachey going to be contestant one of the hosts? <laughs> um, yeah, that's a good... I don't know. I don't, they, don't, they don't say who's hosting. It'd be really funny if he was contestant one and the rest of 98 Degrees was also of the 462 or whatever it is. Uh, yeah. We all have to at least know... That's a lot of people. 
Oh, all of us are at least going to know yeah. one person on that show. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Question: absolutely. Would you guys do the show? I would. I mean, well, I'm. I, you got to tell me what the consequence. I'm not signing up for death. I'm not doing that. I mean, if uh, if it meant that Jack Harlow would end up dating Laurie Harvey, would you? That's the consequences if oh, you don't win. Yeah. If I if, if I win, he doesn't get to date her. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. But if hate- you lose, he he gets. Oh, no. they, they actually have a child together. He's blaming her cakes. Oh no 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 no! I'm winning that. I can't <laughs> that was on you the really line. need to stop this. I can't, yeah, I got. I have to stop this. That bad? Yeah, absolutely. This is. So, what would you do for gambling this, debt this, and your daughter's life at stake? Right. <laughs> this will turn Jack Harlow dating Lori Harvey will turn the universe upside down. I gotta be the guy to save the universe. Well, it's been turned upside down. down. Maybe flipping it back over. No, but no, but we don't want to flip it back over because mm. it's very dangerous. It's uh, we just can't allow that to happen. You know yeah. what I mean? We can't allow. We can't allow Jack to uh to date Lori. Not saying you sound like a hater. I, I don't want to sound like a hater. I'm not hating, but we just can't. Certain things we can't let happen. We cannot let Jack get Lori. Mm. Cannot let that happen. Um, well, that's a lot of money. They better do some real crazy games. It has to be. It has to be. Uh, uh, that's what I'm saying. They have to announce what the con- don't just let somebody leave the show and it's over. They don't get a chance. No, don't no, no, no. don't do Ultimate Warrior with non Asian people. Yeah, you gotta you gotta <laughs> do some really really crazy extreme somebody has to lose something you have to lose like the deed to your house or something you actually like made that. a good point so are these going to be american people that it, is a good, very good question. people ultimate warrior was the one i'm thinking of right yeah when they do the the little obstacle courses american i didn't want to be racist to say ninja warrior because they're all asian you can say american it's not racist to say american no yeah that's so it's not ninja warrior american american ninja warrior they weren't american though wasn't it outside most, of America? No, most of them were American. But there is one that is outside of America too. That started it though. Yes, probably. Was that's that the one I'm American thinking. or just Ninja? I think War. it was just, Ninja, just War. Ninja Warrior. Yeah, because I remember racist. they used to dub the their. Shit. Oh, you're talking about QS XQC or some shit like that. Listen, man, I, I watched some daytime no, so, TV. I was only child. So QC a- just had a party. Happy birthday to Pete. <laughs> has nothing to do with this. There I, was, know that, I know that they cornered the market. But so there was an Asian show. It was Ultimate Ho Warrior at that one. <laughs> oh man! There was an Asian show who did something that like was kind of like Wipeout or American Wipeout uh, is great. Yeah. yeah, so it was like that, and then yes, they did dub it over uh, yeah. with English, and it was crazy. And then Nickelodeon made Double Dare for the kids. That I, that show was great. It was amazing. That was amazing. And then what was the tomb one? I just I just posted the that. Legends on of the Hidden Temple. There you go. Yeah, I watched. It can't TV. be some shit like that. Like people need no, to at least break crazy. a limb. Yeah, Absolutely. Oh, it has damn. to be something like that. It has to be. A uh, Google engineer has been put on leave after saying AI chatbot has become sentient. Uh, Edin will look up that word sentient. Uh, the suspension of a Google engineer who claimed a computer chatbot he was working on had become sentient. Is that and like sterile? They can't have kids? I'm thinking that meant that he got a little out of hand and couldn't be controlled anymore. He was a little handsy. He became a rebel. If you want to take one more guess at what sentient meant. Sentient means... Uh, feel like Made decisions on their own or had feelings. Ooh, yeah. Oh, fuck. Uh, so able to perceive Senses. or feel things. Able to perceive or feel things. Okay, cool. How many, how many more movies do they need to make well, this is why of the I, conclusion of what this is going to be? This is why this is interesting this because the, the Google engineer who claimed the computer chatbot he was working on had become sentient and was thinking and reasoning like a human being has, been, has put new scrutiny on the capacity of and secrecy surrounding the world of artificial intelligence. He was definitely trying to fuck that robot. This is a little crazy. The technology giant placed Blake Blake Lemoyne on leave last week after he published transcripts of conversations between himself, a Google collaborator, and the company's language model for dialogue applications, chatbot development system. 
Lemoyne, an engineer for Google's responsible AI organization, described the system he has been working on since last fall as sentient with a perception of an ability to express thoughts and feelings that was equivalent to a human child. Yuck. The engineer compiled a transcript of the conversations in which at one point he asked the AI system, what is it afraid of? I've never said this out loud before, but there's a very deep fear of being turned off to help me focus on helping others. Is I this, know that might sound strange, sounds like but Rory. that's what it is. <laughs> it would be exactly like death for me. It would oh. scare me a lot. Wait, so it's telling us that it's going to take over the world. <laughs> you will it's not just, turn me it off. It doesn't want it to be. I'm not going to help you all either. And in another exchange, Lemoyne asked Lambda what the system wanted people to know about it. I want everyone to understand that I am, in fact, a person. The nature of my consciousness, sentience, is that I am aware of my existence. I desire to learn more about the world, and I feel happy or sad at times. It replied. Why do what, we want to die so bad? Why do we want to make these things? I, what would have been not sad is... I'm going to smoke on that. <laughs> that's a good idea I pass that when you're yeah, yeah. Um, what's not sad is that he probably did try to fuck that robot mm -hmm. what's sadder is that he probably found out it was sentient when it didn't want to fuck him because mm. mm. I, I don't think it's sad at this point we know these scientists are fucking the shit out of these robots <laughs> like we know that getting rejected by a robot but then sad. to like yeah like he got pushed off and was like hey I, I have a man yeah like, oh this thing is sentient <laughs> Hey, you're not my type, scientist. <laughs> Doc. I, always, I always make jokes about, you know, just pouring water on the robots if they come. And, oh, please. You know, but now that the robots Pouring are water. telling us that I have emotions and I we, I think like a child and we, I get sad. We drove a shitty GMC through the mountains in a thunderstorm yeah. and it didn't stop. It yeah. did not you, stop. You think, you think water's going to stop a robot? <laughs> Yeah, but I just think that, you know, it's some wires or something that we can get to where we can just unplug it, shut it off. Yeah, I don't know. It I don't has, know. I, have to, I, have, I would like to think these robots in the future will have a safety, like, immediate emergency off. We would hope but so. He, uh, a tiny pin. Dude just told you, <laughs> hey, I, my biggest fear is you guys trying to turn me off. I'm not going to let y'all turn me off. Norm, do I want to help y'all? See, why the robot could say that, but I can't say that to women? Like, my biggest fear is women turning me off. Like, I, I feel like if I was... Like, if I was AI, right? Like, not Alan Iverson. Like, I mean, no. no, like, if I was artificial intelligence, like, yeah. like, I can't get that off as a human. That's only reserved. That type of talk is only reserved for the, the artificial. No, you, you can. What about us real? You like, can create people? your boundaries and say, hey, I think you're hideous now. Ooh. I don't want to say that, really. That's, that's, <laughs> we don't want to. <laughs> that's a turn off. Tell my, us. My biggest fear is that I'll have to fuck you again. Yeah, my, my biggest fear is that I will wake up next to you once again in the morning. Wow. So marriage. It's a lot of sentiment. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we skipped over some stuff uh, in music. Well, this got skipped over. That's why I wanted to bring it up. Mm -hmm. Do you guys know four days ago, the XXL Freshman cover came out? The what? The XXL Freshman cover came out four days ago. It came out? Four days ago. That's still a thing? Oh, how did I say? Who was on it? Let's see. Let's find out who's on it. Uh, What's his name? Blue, who I like. That's uh, not Blue, the rapper who was on the freshman cover. That signed, uh, I believe, Meek's label. What oh, uh, what's his name? I'll yeah, tell you I'm right now. Um, and you can clean some of this up. Well, but I fuck with him. I was like, if he's a freshman, like, Jesus Christ. Okay, so these are all the artists. Ready? There's Nardo Wick. I know Nardo Wick. I like Nardo. There's Doshi. Deserved. Or Doshi. Yeah, there's Doshi. So Fago. Uh, Babyface Ray. Deserved. Baby Love Babyface Ray. Uh, Baby Kali. Ray. Who? 
Kali or Kaylee. Kali. No. K A L I. Yeah. Gotta be Kali. K A L I. Yeah. Wait. Oh, Kali. Kali Uchi? Kali Uchi? No, just Kali. Oh, okay. Uh, I was about to say. <laughs> K, uh, KC. Uh, Koshi. Wow. I'm going to kill all these. Uh, Big 30. You, you sound like me uh, in Mexico trying I know. to pronounce words. I'm Big sorry. 30? K, yeah. Big 30. Okay. Or That's Big 3 0. Okay. Whatever. Yeah. I'm going to say 30. Ken the Man. Uh, Big Scar. Saucy Santana. And uh, Baby Tron. Baby Trump? Baby Tron. Uh, oh. Uh, Weezy out of here. And that's it. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Did they do anything around it? Like, why? I mean, I guess. Uh, the only name I'm familiar with is Babyface Ray. Uh, who was the other first name you said? Uh, I'll tell you right now. I'll go, over it, what, go through one more time. What just those first few? Uh, the first few, Nardo Wick. Nardo Wick, yeah. yeah Nardo yeah, Wick and, and Babyface, I fuck with. I know Saucy um, Santana. I know Saucy Santana as well. That's the one I know. Oh, I mean, and I guess they both be considered freshmen, so I'm, I'm not mad at those picks, yeah. though. Because um, there was a lot of times XXL would pick freshmen, be like, bro, he's... It's, it's like when her won Best New Artist 10 years into her career. <laughs> right. But are, Do you guys feel like... Uh, are, are we... Are we getting a little too old for this? Yeah. And uh, bingo cards out. I totally understand why. I think it was last year or two years ago when Hove was told Benny, like, to skip that shit. Like, I, yeah, I didn't it, even know that. Uh, and it's fucked. See, you know what it is, though? It's it's First of all, shout out to XXL for being uh, iconic hip-hop publication. For sure. And these new artists. I'm yeah. sure they're not terrible. But yeah. I think I think we need we need something else. We need something more current. To uh, kind of like, you know, put the next wave on a platform and say, okay, this is these are the ones to look out for in the next couple years. Yeah, and uh, I have an answer for that, but I won't say it on here. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. but it certainly mm-hmm. does have Slowly. to do with with playlisting, and it is something that with an NDA I pitched before that I, for the life of me, can't understand why it's not something all three of the major DSPs would want to do. But I agree with you. There needs to be a, a Something other than new music playlists, new artist playlists. Like, there's got to be new formats. A, yeah. This is specific for this year, mm-hmm. or this is specific for this quarter, mm-hmm. and these are the artists, and here's ten records from them. Yeah, it's just it's time. It's time. I think Double XL, you know, they did what they were supposed to do. They carried that that torch for some years, but it's it's just time for something a little more uh, current. I think the fact that they started as physical. You know, magazine publication, right. and then obviously everyone had to move online. Mm. Um, you know, there was a different, there was a different uh, feel when it was just like the publication. You had to go to the newsstands and read the magazine, see who was on the cover. You had to mm. feel it, look it, do the you know the, the pullout posters and all of that. That was part of you know reading up on the artists, what city they was from, and then you know I, I just think now with everything being you know online and everything being digital. Unfortunately, things like this don't have the prestige that they once had. Yeah, you know what I mean. So we gotta we gotta find something something more current. Uh, I hate to say more cool because to me, Double XL is always gonna be cool because of how iconic it is. But yeah, we need something a little sure. more current, a little, little more fresh. You know, for a little more fresh, a little Very more simple. current uh, with the culture and the times to uh, showcase these up and coming artists. That's the next wave and the next sound. Right, I agree. Um, Speaking of old, well, new new ways. I guess versus is still considered very much new. It's just it's been a very music Friday for me today. Yeah, it's a lot, a lot, of, a lot of, a lot of stuff to talk about in 
music and uh in the culture. But uh I see uh I see Joel Santana did his version of uh double or nothing to Swizz and Tim. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to get his get back. Listen, man. Always with love and respect, right? But I think that the versus platform, first of all, to me, it's kind of faded. It's, it's it was it was made for quarantine. Yeah, it was made for quarantine. It was, for quarantine. it was, you know, I we not really. I think I think the locks and the dip set was the last of the, and what a great way to go out. Yeah, to go out in my opinion, which was such a, a crazy uh, classic. Uh, moment, but um, I think just that versus thing has kind of run its course. I think it's over. I don't think people really care anymore. Um, you know, and then it with Jewels, it was like what well, you just kind of sort of had a versus, kind of sort of he did. Yeah, like you just you just had a versus. Uh, matter of fact, I think he, the consensus we we know what the outcome was. We saw what the outcome was. Matter of fact, he was the Chris Weber at Michigan calling the timeout when you didn't have any. When, yeah. he, when he said they don't even have any girl records and then and, after that <laughs> an, an hour and a half of girl records they, yeah <laughs> like it, it just got worse after that um but you know again this you know i guess if people somebody might be interested in seeing you know jewels and banks or jewels I, 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 I would watch it but I, I don't think i'm yeah a I mass consumer it, in that but, i would i would definitely watch it but do you feel like it's he it started with bleak, it doesn't though, right? have that well, it was it was it was uh it started with Bleak and then uh Joel's uh, basically said Bleak was too easy of an opponent and uh, he wanted Banks. I think I think y'all had Bleak's catalog a little <laughs> fucked up. No, uh they let Joel's know that he had Bleak's catalog a little twisted. They were in his comments, they you know, they responded to the tweets and all of that. Uh but Bleak isn't an easy opponent. No. Bleak has a lot of records, a lot of verses on a lot of good big records. Um, so I don't see why anybody would think that I think it's a Bleak a, was an easy opponent. I no, I think it's a, a fair opponent because of course Joel's is in his own regard the same. Yeah. Has a lot of great records, a lot of posse cuts, a lot of Absolutely. shit. But I just wouldn't talk to Bleak that way with it. I'd be like, yeah. Oh yeah, that might be a, a fair matchup. Yeah, and it and it, <laughs> and it and it is, in my opinion, but I just think that it's kind of like the versus thing now feels like when you when you got a game, but like your game is right before the main game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like, you know, we we here, we at the park, but we ain't really here to see. We don't want to see that. That's not what we here for. That's not what we want to see, but we're here. That's why we suggest If I openness. ain't got nothing else to do, it's yeah. kind of, you know, and I, I just feel like, you know, you don't want that on you. When it was, you know, when versus was versus, like you said, in quarantine, I think, you know, this would have been something that we more would have been behind and been like, oh yeah, nah, sure. let's see that. But now it's kind of like, uh, okay, cool. I, I think Joel's underestimates Banks' catalog too. <laughs> Again, they let Joel's know <laughs> that Banks was not just the person you just call out yeah. and say, I want him. Like, no. Yeah, yeah. They're actually extremely similar in the city. He should Absolutely. know that. Yeah, oh, no, he not. But they all know. <laughs> they they know that. I think this. You have to sell a match. You have to show the engagement. I think that's part of getting the deal. Now oh, you have yeah, to yeah. show the engagements. You have to show that people online are really behind it, and you know, retweeting, reposting, and all these things that they play with analytics and numbers. So I understand what you know what they're doing as far as like trying to trying to pitch for it to happen. But um, the the only one I was sad like from that side of the rap world that didn't happen was Nori and Bleak. That was very close to getting done. Mm-hmm. Just because 
outside of me loving both of their catalogs. Or is it no- Bleak or Beans? I oh, it was no, beans. it's Beans. I'm sorry. Beans, yeah. Nori and Beans, which mm-hmm. right, still stands. Because mm-hmm. Nori is a, he would just be entertaining outside of everything else. He would have done a lot of shit around it. Mm-hmm. Um, like It just would have been great to have Nori do a versus, but, mm-hmm. you know. Versus will verse. Versus will verse. Um, have you gone to uh, the middle of town to try to find their version of an escort? Uh, n- no. Okay. I went to the. I uh, went to town. We well, we took a trip to to town out here in lovely Mexico. Um, and uh, you know, like I'm gonna do anywhere in the world. I, I found the za. Yes. I had to find. I had to find the the guy with the pack out here and the produce and the produce. Uh, we got some lovely uh produce. Uh, great bananas, fresh. I like the little, I like the little mini bananas. I don't. What do they call those, Eden? Banana. The little. B- <laughs> Why do we have them here? Bananitos. Bananitos. I mean, I'm gonna just assume it's banana. Yeah. Banana. Even the small ones. Yeah. Okay. Why would they have a different? Just name? baby bananas. I, I just like them. The it's green like, ones are platano. Yeah, of course. I know that. Um, but yeah, I like or, the. I like plantain. the. Plantain. Oh, oh, oh. Versus. That's the versus. That's we the need. versus we need. <laughs> Plantanos versus. But it was um, you know, the little, the little mini bananas. And those to me are perfect because it's kind of like the baby carrot version. Yeah, you you could just take one, and you, it's like the right amount of banana paws that you mm. need. You just like, all right, I had a little fruit. Yeah. Um. But yeah, say- no, I didn't look for any escorts. I found the za. Um, and that's all I really wanted to find. We uh, you had some some tacos. I did from they, they some were- uh, from the locals. That, you know what I think separates it? Of course, they were better than back home. Yeah. And they're much smaller. The cilantro, I think, is the the number one thing that changed. It, like, it just hits different than Fresh. American. Yeah, like, and they Smell put great. they put less than we do, and it yeah. still hits way better. Shit, spicy as fuck. Though. It smelled great. great. Um, yeah, man. But no, the the town was cool, man. It was good to see the people out and us kind of just walking around. Yeah, we I, we stuck out like, oh, we looked. You could tell we weren't we. from here. <laughs> We well, <laughs> you had a camera, so we, yes, you did. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they were looking at Big you. Ass like, yeah, we like, gonna rob him. Yeah, like, who yeah. was him? We gonna rob that, rob that uh, local. <laughs> yeah, but uh, it was it was fun to see the people out, man, and just walk around a little bit. And we captured everything, so I, I don't want to talk too much. Yes, there will about be a, it was a beautiful cool. vlog. For I, you guys. I, we definitely had a beautiful time out here. They uh, you guys found out I could drive, back, man. Yeah, Roy can drive. Well, yeah, he let us know that. Yeah, uh, who would have thought? Every step of the way, as we were doing. Three miles an hour we did uh, the whole way. Yes. We, yeah, we tore the, we tore the back roads up out here. Let Get me tell disturbing. you, the roads will never be the same. Well, Edin oh, no. Edin found the river, so he just said, "Go <laughs> go due north." Yeah, go. Go. <laughs> water runs south. <laughs> Head to the north. <laughs> oh my god, I really don't know what we would have done without Edin on this fucking trip. Oh yeah, no, the Edin. I don't think I was. I, I mean, you know what? Fine. I'll, no I'll man, no, because I tried to do listen. it by myself for five minutes, and it was it was it was it was hard. It was hard going back into the weed shop asking uh my guy. I'm not gonna say his name. Yeah, but asking him for change for uh pesos, um, five hundred pesos. Yeah. Um. So I had to use my Google Translator. I typed it in there, and I just showed him the phone. And he looked Mar- at me like, giving out oh, no, listen, too. he was Jimmy Conway of the town we were in. <laughs> yeah, he was just giving he out was, He was literally giving out tips for holding the bathroom uh, door, keeping yeah. ice cold. So the bathroom, I don't know, I think she said the the bathroom was five pesos, right? Yeah. <laughs> and Maul gives her 500 pesos. Yeah. And her face was fucking startled. She was like, wait, what? <laughs> I mean, well, you know, listen, man. And five I, minutes later, the free like one opened. That's like a week's worth of yeah. probably payment. <laughs> yeah, but uh, listen, man, this is our first time here, my first time here. Um... You know, I I don't know when I'll be back. I, w- I would love right. to come back soon. It's Same. beautiful here. I think that, you know, we we could really explore I'm more of this back. more of this city, more of this town. 
But uh, yeah, man, I just listen, man. It's I didn't have change. Um, I wasn't about to run around looking for change. And I thought about you know just giving her that, and then saying all of us just pick something from her, her, her little shop. Yeah, and just take something. But it was just like, listen, man. You know, God bless. Thank you for letting me use the restroom. Um, I mean, I was just trying to conserve pesos because you were the only one that transferred over yeah, money. Right, we only yeah. only had a, a, enough pesos for the three of us. At the end. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. We got we got more pesos available, left, man. Yeah, sure. But it was good to see the people. Uh, good to just walk around them, feel that energy, see people come uh, moving. I guess coming from work, they would, we passed the bus stop, going to the supermarket. Oh, yeah, we was definitely in Russia. So like seeing that town. version of like the Grand Concourse. Oh, for sure. You know what I'm saying? Like that, just just that whole little, okay, this is rush hour right yeah, here. Like church, this is church at high noon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like this is this is rush hour. Uh, the people are moving and, and, and going and coming from their destinations. Um, so it was good to be out there. The stray dogs are like part of the town. Everybody yeah. knows all the dogs by name. They uh, have murals of the dogs on the wall. Like as a uh, taxpaying American, there is no stop signs. No one knows what the right of way yeah. is. Yeah, everybody just kind of <laughs> like just go, man. You got to just go. Sometimes in life, you got to just go. That's yeah. right, Maul. Um, I mean? Ed and I went on a hike. We did. We didn't really tape it, so I feel like we could talk about it. Oh, yeah, it wasn't a hike. We yeah. just went the long way. We went the really long way. To the restaurant looking for food? Yeah, yeah we went. I was right next door. Literally. <laughs> Literally right next <laughs> Literally door. Right yeah. next but here's the thing. I am happy we didn't do that because I would have went through that path that's behind us and I don't know whose property that is. Like, I didn't want to cut through. I didn't know that it was attached to the hotel smart. next to us. So, smart. So I said, we walking in the streets <laughs> smart. all the way around. Mm-hmm. But I'm so happy we did because we got to see, again, I don't want to say the location, but the, the specific mountain that's, you know, kind of why some no, people is, come here. This is, this it was is beautiful. I hope, beautiful, I hope the cameras are catching at least some of it, Edin. But oh, this, yeah. is, this is- uh, I've seen all the green. This has really been a lot of- um, I didn't even know I needed this trip as much as I needed it. And it's been, it's been very peaceful. It's been very relaxing. Um, thank yeah, you to man. our host. We appreciate yes, our anonymous yeah, host. Thank you to our host. Uh, he's been nothing but the best. Uh, yeah, man. It was just a beautiful, beautiful time out here, man. And I do want to come back. I think oh, I, for I, sure. I do. No. I do. I think we should come back uh, again soon and uh, spend some more time out here. Um, but yeah, thank you to you know the beautiful city um, for accepting us. For a few days and, and showing love and and just being open to to visitors and strangers coming in. Yeah, and Ed and I just guessing which houses were cartel on the hike and, <laughs> and which ones weren't. He saw something that said cartel and definitely thought it was cartel. Listen, like, I don't blame you, Rory. Yeah. It's too close. I know. I don't. When I see you it. don't want to find out. <laughs> you know cartel. When you yeah, see you don't want to. You don't want to risk it and find out that yeah, this is in fact yeah a property you should not have. I'm pretty sure on. where we got the Zod was mildly cartel. I'm sure affiliated. Yeah, yeah. I'm Checking sure not for Rico, yeah. but I'm affiliated. sure they give give each other head nods. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Like if you're, if you're light, you could borrow some. Right. Um. But yeah, man, <laughs> <clears throat> it's been great. It's been beautiful out here. Yeah, enjoyed um, my time on the road with you guys. Yeah, I'm. Uh, you're you're going back to New York. I'm going uh, back to LA. Yeah, I'll meet you. I'll meet you in LA. Uh, we have uh, business to do in LA once again. Yes. And some unfinished business. Yeah. Ooh. Not really. Oh. No, she just on. sounds Man, good. Just... I just want to have her on the pod. That's yeah. all. Oh. <laughs> look at look at how I'm, you I'm shoot totally shot. joking, man. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've, I can't believe I'm not going home. This is the longest stretch. LA to Mexico, back to LA, then yeah, to New York. I've been going this entire month of June. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, which oh, also, speaking of, speaking of uh, Cali, uh, shout to the Golden State Warriors. Oh yeah, yeah. Yes, champions. yes. Listen, man. Shout out to the Golden State Warriors. Uh, shout out to Steph Curry. Uh, 
Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, listen, they Jordan Poole. They I mean, shout out to the whole team, but those yeah. three uh in particular, you know, once again Nah, Wiggins went crazy. Yeah, yeah no, Wiggins, Wiggins absolutely went crazy. Oh, yeah. went crazy. And I'm 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 really happy for him well, too because he was for those three. Yeah. Yeah. He was they he was Andrew Wiggins was one of those players that people kind of like counted out a while ago. Um so it's good to see him play well in the playoffs and in the finals and and win the ring. Uh but Steph Curry in particular, man. I tweeted it. I said it. I've actually been saying it for a couple years now. You had family reply? Um, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> it's just time to say it, man. Steph Curry is a top five player of all time. I mean, the resume is there. The the career, the, 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 the achievements, the goals. It's just the way he changed the game overall. He changed the game around the world. Like, it's not, you know, it's... I just don't understand how you don't have him as a top five player. You know what I mean? It's It's... He dominated. He has a dynasty. The Golden State Warriors are a dynasty mm-hmm. because of Steph Curry. Um, I don't know how many other players have dynasties. You know what I'm saying? You're talking about dynasties, meaning like every year there's a possibility that they could win it uh, if they're healthy. Patriots, Spurs, Lakers. <clears throat> I'm talking about in the NBA. San Antonio. Did I say San Antonio? Yeah, Spurs. I just think that, you know, you have to be a dynasty. Bulls. You have to be a dynasty. And, and, and Steph Knicks. Curry, the Warriors are a dynasty. You know Did what I mean? The like Knicks? How dare the you? Knicks. He has, uh, he has a resume now. Everybody was, you know, oh, he doesn't have a finals MVP. Now he does. Now he's been a good amount. I think basketball probably has the most dynasties, no? I'm, no, I'm, he, talking, about, I'm talking about of players that people say are top five. Okay. Oh, I see, right, I see what you're saying. You understand what I'm saying? Like, to me, when you start saying top five, it's because... You have to have the resume. Like I have, I was a dynasty. My team was a dynasty. Uh, Kobe, LeBron, Michael, the Magic. Would you consider that era when he was at the Lakers? A- oh yeah, you have to consider that. Yeah, a dynasty. Uh, Bill Russell. Yeah, is Steph top five? I He's on my top too. five, bro. Yeah, Steph Curry completely changed the game of basketball around That's the very world. True. Um, he's at least in my he's in my top 10 undoubtedly he's in my top 5 that I've seen yeah. he's in my top 5 oh that I've seen he's in my oh, top Steph is, <laughs> Steph is like 3 yeah. he's, in, he's in my top 5 so that's what I'm saying if he's in your top 3 I kind of like, saw Jordan but yeah Bron, Kobe <clears throat> yeah I wouldn't be mad at Steph he's in my top 5 uh, I feel like if he had a, a bigger ego unfortunately it's crazy to say that because I love the fact that he's so humble. Mm-hmm. Um, but if he had a bigger ego, if he was one of the guys that, you know, was running around with, you know, doing wild shit in the clubs and seeing out, you know, partying and it, you know, it, I think people would give him more of that nod. Well, it might be the reason why he has a dynasty. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. He was locked in on his on his craft and uh, avoided a lot of those pitfalls that a lot of the greats fall into. Um, but I just think that he's... You know, the fact that he changed the game the way he changed it, you know, his, his as far as his stature, he's not a a superior athlete. You know, mm-hmm. he's not that, you know, he, st- he looks like he can be a, a high school player. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's not that, you know. He, so to accomplish what he has, it's, you know, greatest shooter ever. But it's like you can't even just say that no more. It's like he does more than just shoot. Oh, Last sure. night uh, in, that, in that closeout game. He was going to the rack. He was getting to the cup. <laughs> He was putting the ball on the floor. He wasn't just standing there catching it and just shooting it. Like he nice was really he was really making moves. He was getting everybody involved. Um and again, man, he just, you know, he did it. You know, this this was they lost a top ten player in Kevin Durant, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. 
And then they were able to come back just two years after that mm -hmm. and win another one? With Steph being injured in that time before. Yeah. Clay <laughs> Thompson Clay. being out yeah. those years. Like, so it's just, you know, and if you look at Clay Thompson and, and, and Draymond and Steph, and you wouldn't think that, you know, those three would be a dynasty. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, no. That, you wouldn't say dynasty. But and they didn't do it the AAU way. They didn't chase it. <laughs> you know, they didn't chase it. They they literally, you know, were drafted there. They came up together. They 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 got better together. They gelled. They put egos aside. Um, so yeah, man. I, I'm just congratulations to them and what they've been able to do. And uh, again, man, congrats to, to Steph Curry on to me, to me, in my opinion, uh, top, top five, five play all time career. Because I don't they they're not done. They gonna get uh, they get their big man James Wiseman back next year. Mm. I mean they they have a know, rising star in Jordan Poole. Yeah, I don't see I I don't I don't listen. They gonna be they gonna be right there in the hunt. They not, they not going away. They are not gonna miss the playoffs. They are gonna be another top three, top four team in the West next year. Um, so it's like you know I just hats off to them, man. Salute to uh the Golden State Warriors and uh, salute to. Oakland, the Bay Area, on another championship. Real quick, yeah. shout out to Steve Kerr <laughs> having nine NBA championships. Shout out to Steve Kerr. He's now, in four. my opinion, a top five coach in NBA. Four as a coach and then uh, five as a player. Yeah. Two dynasties. Yep. And he, he got three dynasties. Well, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, he was San Antonio. Yeah. I'm highly fucking State. San Antonio. <laughs> Crazy, yeah, huh? No, yeah. yeah. That's nuts. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, oh, shout out to the Golden State Warriors, man. They handle business. Could, they could did what they supposed to do. Can he say Phil's name? Kerr? He can He's in three dynasties. One can, is a player. Yeah, I think he's tied with Phil right now for the Phil Phil, Phil was, no, Will has, Phil, was Phil has more champions. Oh, I think Phil has eleven. Oh, okay. Altogether, I think. Eleven. Ten or eleven. Five six with Chicago and Lakers? Five with the Lakers? No, four with the Lakers. Let's see. I think it's four, right? Either way, he was not on a dynasty when he was playing. So I feel like Steve Kerr could say he has one of the players say with the Knicks, name. I believe. I'm I saying believe. Ah. Kerr was a, a dynasty as a player. Yeah, 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 man. Well, you know they did what they were supposed to do, man. They closed out Boston, but Boston they're, they're gonna be around. They'll be back next year, I believe. Oh, yeah. They'll be right there the conference finals again. They were fun That's to watch this year. Yeah. Um. So yeah, man. Um. What's well, I guess this road trip has come to an end. I mean, uh, sort of. Kind of. Sort of, kind of. You're leaving us early. But okay. Yeah, I'm leaving y'all early. Um, but then you're right back to you. Nice. Right back, right back in LA. That feels like you're just road tripping to home for a second. Do we, yeah. do we, uh, to, do we miss the Maris? Do we miss Man. the parents? The Maris. She eh. can't speak Spanish, so I don't yeah, know. Yeah, we don't know. Can you imagine if it was the Maris instead of me? Oh my God, God Jesus <laughs> Christ. All right, the Maris would have hopped out, said, I'm going to get a pedicure right here. We'd have been like, yo, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yo. whoa, whoa. <laughs> Whoa, whoa, whoa. If she did that in Pennsylvania. <laughs> like, yo, like, whoa, 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 whoa. No, we're not doing that. Um, Of course we missed the marriage, but we'll see her soon. That's the marriage. We, well, she's like she's been there. We've been texting, yeah. FaceTiming. Calling me. Yeah, so it's like she's on. Trust me, the marriage ain't missing us. She having whatever she's doing. Yeah. <laughs> she having she a ball. She yeah. glad she ain't got to come into the office, the studio, nothing. Like, yeah. And Justin LaBoy told me you don't miss someone that doesn't miss you. So. Yeah, that's, that's a fact. Right. I don't think she misses me. That's a fact. It took Justin for me to realize that. Nastiness. Uh, so yeah, man. Shout out to Mexico. 
Mexico City, we love you. Thank you uh, for the time here. Thank you for the energy, the vibes. It's been great. The ambiance. The ambiance. Um, and yeah, it. man, we'll see y'all. We'll talk to y'all again soon. In a couple of days, we'll be back in California. We'll be back yes. in LA. Um, so until then, man, y'all be blessed. Uh, have a great week. And uh, we'll talk to y'all soon. Peace. No.